welcome everybody back to the Growing Perspective. It's been a while since I've recorded one of these episodes, but we're back. You know, some, somehow we've made it back, and we're closing off this season. So with that said, um, to start off the beginning of the end, I wanted to go back and record an episode with somebody that's technically been on the podcast before, but we didn't have a traditional episode when she came on. So Anna was actually joined me for an episode that I did how many months ago now like it was probably the summer so i'm it's borderline yeah, so, like what eight months maybe yeah six to eight months around there yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yep i think so that was a may yeah. or june one of those two months yeah but, it's, um it's been a while nonetheless <laughs> it's, uh, it's but, been a long while <laughs> but for those of you who tuned into that episode Anna is no stranger but in case you did not tune into that episode then uh, we're just gonna go about it like I would any other episode. So, Anna, again, thank you for coming on to the episode, uh, to the podcast. And yeah. to start off, I want would love if you kind of introduced yourself to the audience and you know let us know who you are. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, hi Henry. Hi everyone. Thanks for having me again. Um, my name is Anna. I am a senior at Pacific University studying kinesiology. Um. And yeah, I'm, you know, from Portland, Oregon. I'm currently not in Portland. Um, and yeah, I know Henry through um, a scholarship program. And we, yeah, we just love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I use she, Wait. her pronouns. You know, I gotta, gotta, gotta introduce that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for introducing yourself, Anna. Yep. As I said, we've, we met through a scholarship program and we've had a couple of conversations that we've mm -hmm. both enjoyed. And so thus, here we are having yet another conversation. <laughs> yeah. We just uh, love and this talk. time with and yeah, this time with an audience. So with that said, I guess we were talking about it before the episode started. Um, and I think it's a good place to start. But essentially, both of us are coming to the end of our undergrad journey. Yeah, that's Ooh, wild. Uh, are you is Pacific a a term or semester school? Pacific is a semester school. So you're I done love in, like... semesters. I can't do the the whole trimesters. I can't do the quarters. No, Tri semesters is where it's at. <laughs> so you're just about. Uh, let's see. You're you. So then your semester ends like the beginning of May, right? Uh, mid May. Yeah. Mid May. Yeah. So you will be graduating a month before I do. Um, yeah. So you're a lot closer exactly. to the end. How how is that? How does that? How's that feeling on your end? Um, I'm not gonna lie. It's not quite hitting me. Like we've talked about it in terms of like um, with peers and like with teachers, you know. And I've already started the um, like applying for graduation progress or process. I have my regalia hanging in my closet, you know, so it's like there, like I, I know about it, right. but I guess I'm just so like immersed in like schoolwork right now that it's just not even like in the back of my head or like, it's just not in the forefront of my head, you know? Yeah. It's just like, okay, I just got to get through like one, like each week, you know, just to stay on top of my work. And then I feel like once it like becomes the end of April, like after I present my senior project, then it's going to be like, oh, snap, like in three weeks, I'm out. 
<laughs> yeah, I definitely get that. I think um I I I agree with you on that end that like for whatever like it hasn't hit me either and I yeah. I think it is part of that I've just been so focused on coursework and like obviously online school has definitely changed things on my yeah, end. Um definitely. And it's just made it to where it's like there's more of a focus for me on my work, especially more than I thought there would be. I don't know what it mm -hmm. was, but like if you had asked me years like a year ago or two years ago, I would think that towards the end of undergrad, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, I just have to finish my last couple of classes should be not as stressful as the previous years, etc. But it's surprisingly right. turned out more stressful than I thought it would. Right. That's what I was going to ask you. I'm like, I feel like for us, we're not experiencing that excitement and that chill that we envisioned senior year to be because they tell you to like, you know, work hard your first three years and your last year, especially your last semester or your last term. It's just going to be golden. You just you just going to show up. Literally, you just show up. Right. Um, but for us, we're just like, yeah, no, like right now I'm taking advanced anatomy. I have a lab exam on Thursday and a lecture exam on Friday. I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm chill about this. Like I gotta study every day. I gotta like memorize all these muscles and stuff. So yeah, a yeah. lot of it's I, I definitely feel you on that. Like there's a lot of memorization now. Now like especially now that like not everything is available in person and it's mm -hmm. much more dependent online. There's more memorization in terms of like the readings that you're doing or um, just in general, the coursework that you have to do online. So I, in that sense, yeah, like I think what could have been a stress-free in-person, like, ah, oh, you know, maybe there's more, more flexibility is now less because it's much harder to like get things uh, through to students like online, but also like it's harder to learn online to an extent, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like how are you enjoying and or how are you experiencing online school? Like how is it for you? I think at this point I've adapted for the most part to where it's like I kind of know what to expect, right? Like it's like I expect a lot of reading um, and I expect reading to mostly take up my time. And there's also like a, I guess like a, a next expectation in the back of my mind that it's like, okay, like whatever, whatever right now, I'm only going to learn through this reading because mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but for lectures for me, I will pay attention but it's much easier to get distracted sitting at your oh, desk absolutely. from home absolutely. where there's like everything going on. Like it's so much easier to get distracted that like, I, I feel like I always miss the important things while sitting through lecture, which places more of an emphasis for me on like reading on, on the readings. Right. So that's always something that's like, ah, like I, I hate the fact that, I can't focus as well uh, during mm -hmm. lectures, which mm -hmm. makes requires me to like then focus on readings, which it's more time extensive, and there's all that. <laughs> I feel. How you about you? That. No, same. Like first, I'm not even gonna lie. Like a year ago, like spring semester was when like the pandemic happened, and we had to transition online. It was an absolute train wreck. Like I look back at it, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know how I I don't think I like even made it through that semester like I'm pretty sure I just crashed and burned and like I just don't ever think about it again um and then fall semester I definitely adapted a lot I think just allowing myself to adjust at my own pace you know and get my mindset right for um you know senior year and fall semester I 
did better, but I still wasn't, you know, on my like a game, you know what I mean? And I like, mm-hmm. and I think that putting that expectation of, um, of, on myself to like be at my best was very unfair. And I think that's why it took me such a long time to adapt because now um, I just was like, all right, you know what? Of course it's important to like, you know, get good grades or whatever, but rather than putting so much emphasis on like grades, just do your best to learn the material and then whatever happens, happens. Um, and that allowed me to adjust so well this spring and have like less pressure. And so I feel like I'm actually enjoying school, even though, yeah, it's online. Um, I have some in-person options, but, you know, because I just choose not to go. Um, so I've adapted a lot better. I'm in a better like environment to study. Um, so, yeah. But like you, yeah. I just I just struggled so hard. And now I'm like well adapted, I would say. Right. It was one of those uh, challenges that like we just had to overcome to learn some skills along the way that have made it much easier now. But it definitely wasn't easy to begin with. Right. And I think to an extent, I'm appreciative of everything that that went on, because like going online has definitely taught me to be more flexible than I typically normally would be like Mm -hmm. when you go into college, people always tell you like, oh, you know, you have you have a lot of freedom in your schedule, which I think is very much true, right? You show up to lecture Mm -hmm. and then the work you have a deadline for the work that comes along with lectures, but you're Mm -hmm. able to do that work whenever it best fits your schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, But online. Like it, the uh, I guess the flexibility moves more over to the lecture, where it's like some some uh, instructors may require you to show up for online lectures, but most of mm-hmm. them have them recorded to where you can watch them at any time during the mm-hmm. week, and as long as you watch them, it counts towards your grade, which gives yeah. you even more flexibility, more space, but it also. And from my perspective, like limits me more because it's like okay, then I'm just gonna push everything to the end. Like I'm up to the last minute and then do it then. And that was like kind of like my crutch at the beginning with all of this, that I was leaving everything for the last moment because it's like, well, I have so much flexibility. Like I know I'll have the space to do it. But because I was going with that mindset, like I just kind of like set myself up very bad for success, for a failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's awesome that you are able to like have or get to watch a lecture whenever fit best fits your schedule because I know for some people that works amazing for them because they're like oh yeah this 8 a.m lecture that typically I would go to for in-person class I would not learn but then you know having that be an option that you can watch later when you're productive at like 2 p.m like that's awesome um for my like hybrid program at Pacific um most of our or at least for me most of my classes they're like synchronous so even if you so we don't have the option to just watch a lecture later Mm -hmm. um so i think at least that's helpful for me to be accountable because you know like you i had the option to i think last fall for one of my classes we had the option to just watch lecture whenever and then like once a week we come together and we like chat about it you see if we have any questions um and yeah i like quickly fell behind on like that because i'm like oh yeah well I can watch this whenever so that I got to do things that I can't do later, you know, and then I just eventually like fell so far behind on it and it would just like, yeah, it just wrecks me. So I get, I get what you're saying as well. Yeah. And I think to, 
there's something that you know I, let me ask you about something so there's something mm-hmm. i've heard a lot lately that i haven't really put a lot of thought into but i'd love to mm-hmm. hear what you think about um and i think it was somewhere on twitter that i saw one of one of my friends put that like a lot of people right now in college especially that are graduating feel like we've been feel like they've been robbed from like their college experience Oh, 100%. <laughs> right. And like, I definitely see it. But I, but from my perspective, like, I just have a hard time. Like, how do I put it? I think for like, there's certain events that for me, I definitely have felt right. Like the fact that we're not going to graduate in like, in person and have that in person ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's come to my mind a couple of times. And like, mm-hmm. just the symbolism behind it. And I think that's what's like, well, shoot, you know, it sucks that, that that's not a thing. Mm hmm. But I've gotten to the point where it's like, but I'm still graduating. I'm still getting the, the the certificate. So I think in that end, I've kind of like overcome that, right? But then when yeah. I think about like just, I guess, like the, the in-person experience that college has to offer, you know, it does suck in that end too, right? It's like, you're right. Like, you know, like the being on campus, meeting up with people, like all of that is just like was thrown out the window the moment the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And even though it's beginning to look closer and closer to the end of all of this, it won't end in time for us to have anything like left. Right. And by then mm-hmm. we'll have a, a graduated from undergrad and you know, that'll be it. So I guess, what do you think about that? You know, I, I definitely am with like the whole, like, I guess common ex- um, feelings or experience about like, you know, feeling like college was, um, I guess robbed in a sense. I mean, if I'm honest, like I'm not incredibly bummed about like, you know, um, not going to campus and things like that, because I feel like, I mean, at least in my circumstance, campus is only a three minute walk away. So I am like, you know, still able to go on campus. And yes, it's not the same as like, you know, weaving through people like during passing time and things like that. But I think the biggest, um, disappointment is not having a a live graduation like um it's understandable right we all know that it's it's too risky i mean i I mean imagining going to like a like a big school like you like where you're like at uo you know you have like thousands of students just in your graduating class um here in pacific i think our total like student population is under two thousand students so you know our like undergrad ceremony is not as is not going to be as long as yours right it's not going to be as many people as yours um but it's it's still a big risk and so like it's understandable i guess for me i'm just a bit disappointed and actually just rather upset that um you know it's been a year since you know class of 2020 had their graduation of course like in their situation it was like you know it just had to be virtual like there was no way they were going to do it um, and so for me, I was just feeling like, you know, it's been a year, um, you know, administration had a year to like kind of figure out how to host a, a live graduation that is like as close to being live as possible, you know, and mm-hmm. for me, I was just saying like, you know, I don't, I, it feels like they didn't try because it's I mean but then that's just me obviously not knowing the behind the scenes and like the planning or the conversations that they had um you know behind closed doors but just you know it just seemed like you know maybe it could have been just like 
an, an extended grad like a sense like instead of the whole two hour window you do one like for because I think or for us we have undergrad ceremony and graduate or graduate school ceremony on the same day just different times mm -hmm. I'm like maybe you just like send it to a weekend and then like you you know just only have the students you know like walk the stage because I think for me the biggest part about the graduation ceremony is just to walk the stage shake hands and then get your diploma Right. I think that for me is more of a significant part and like the whole tassel turn, like that's more of a significant part to me. I'm not going to lie. I really don't care about what the president has to say. I really don't yeah. care about all these speeches. <laughs> it's, it's just a big drone, right? Nobody's listening. Um, you know, and, and, and the whole experience of taking pictures and people giving you flowers, people congratulating you, you being able to see like, I guess your college friends and your peers like one last time. I think that was much more of a significance. And so like to not really be able to have that experience is the is the disappointing part and them not trying to figure out a way to be able to do it you know or if, at least allowing departments you know each major to kind of figure it out on their own because we're small right. right so i feel like the kinesiology department could find a way to do like a huge social distance on the lawn of just being able to as a major celebrate together or something you know but the fact that they're like yeah so we're just gonna have a virtual like ceremony it's pre-recorded so essentially it's not even like an actual like virtual ceremony it's just right. you're getting a youtube video for all we know video. it's last year so it's like <laughs> yeah it's essentially that you get a youtube video you get like less than a second of your face on a youtube video right and 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 then also they're like by the way like there, there's no alternative so like no sh social gathering or like no social distant gatherings or anything, you know, in lieu of that, like you can't have it. And so it's just like, you know, that's literally all our option is. And so, yeah, like I'm bummed about that, but um, like you, you know, it's kind of like, well, at least it was given to us in a like far in advance. So like, you know, if you just want to do your own celebration at home with like your family, I guess that's also an intimate thing and you can just do it yourself, you know, like, of course it's not gonna be official, which is, you know. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely, understand where you're coming from and i definitely don't think that you're alone with that like obviously like every every school has a different situation um mm -hmm. but ultimately right like most like every school last year had to had to do the ceremony online like there were definitely people that were expecting something to come to be differently this year um yeah especially considering the advances that we've made um mm -hmm. but it's also true like you said right like um it still continues to be a risk it's still something that you know to some extent we haven't completely been able to control um and it's just it's the possibility is there right the possibility exists that something could go wrong and because of that you know they would just much rather not deal with it um and i agree with you right i think it was something that like when the decision was made last year to not have a to have a virtual ceremony i think that's also when the decision was made to not have one this year where it's like you know you you they weren't expecting things to get back to normal within a year and so instead of planning for like oh, but maybe it's not as bad they just planned for we just won't plan for it at all right um, see but that's the thing that's the thing it's just like you know it's I think that's the thing where it's just I'm a bit like peeved about it. It's just like, you know, people always I if you made the decision right when class of 2020 wasn't gonna have a live ceremony, 
and you already made that decision for class of 2021 that's where i'm peeved because it's just like how would you know of course exactly it, right. it's, of course the decision isn't wrong in the end because like look where we are but you know what i right. mean like you're like i just i just wish they instead if they knew a live ceremony wasn't going to happen i wish they found a creative way you know what i mean to still kind of honor that experience without just being like yeah you're just gonna youtube video sorry you guys like you're just gonna get a youtube video you know there's right. not even a yeah. way of like being able to be like celebrate you know because i feel like you know class 2020 was very unfortunate because they really just didn't get to have any celebration whatsoever and then now hearing that oh yeah we're sorry we can't celebrate you so you know but we just know that we're proud of you it's just like all right cap <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah it just yeah, seems it's... ingenuous you know or disingenuous right but yeah I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that end. Um, yeah, it's tough. The the college, the, the online college experience, definitely tough for sure. Oh yeah. Um, but we're here. But we're here. You know, we've we've made we're it through. Here. Um, and I guess on your end, uh, I think you you mentioned that you know you're gonna continue with your education. Um, mm-hmm. so what is so what is that looking like? Are you? Uh, right so you're, so you're heading off to grad school i would assume right yes so i'm not going to grad school right away i'm not so yeah i'm not like going right after i graduate i will be taking a gap year and during that gap year i will be taking like um some prerequisite courses for my um graduate program i'm hoping to or i'm not hoping I'm planning on attending a master's program in occupational therapy because I like to be an occupational therapist. Uh-huh. And yeah, my goal right now is UW. I'm like manifesting it. So manifest um, it, Anna. Manifest it. Right. Thank you. I just I'm just like, I will be a husky, you know? Um, but yeah, I will be applying this summer to um some graduate programs and then um yeah, during fall, I'll just kind of do some prereqs and then kind of chill. And then spring um, of the following year, so 2022, um, I'll just be hoping to hear back um, from programs in March. and just kind of like enjoying my like, you know, out of college life. Um, because people say, you know, it's good to just have a mental break. And I feel like I just genuinely need that, like just to not right. have to constantly worry about deadlines and and grades and like being, you know, you know, just on the go all the time. Like, you know, I know I won't like it for long, like probably after two weeks, I'm like, all right, I need to be productive. <laughs> um, I need to do something. Um, but yeah, that's my plan. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. I think it's a good plan. I think um, I, I like the, the, this distinction that you made where where you started off by saying i'm hoping but then you're like no never mind i'm planning like yes santa you manifest that you, thank you you, you make i will that work happen. for that <laughs> exactly you make that happen um i think yeah you know you're right yeah it's the the notion of like taking a break um you know taking some time to yourself but obviously too not, not too much to where you feel like you're unproductive because I think everybody to an extent wants to feel productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of those things that like come from reflecting during this whole pandemic situation, which I guess I can transition into this um, next topic of like one of the reflections that I've seen a lot of 
is like this mm-hmm. notion of like have you really been enjoying life mm-hmm. um and, and you know it's one of those deep like topics that like get people going but i want to ask it anyways <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because i think like to, to specify it even further so like during this during the the last four years of college that we've had right do you feel like you've um had a good balance of like living life you know going out doing stuff but still obviously like you know managing the whole school side of things did you do you feel Mm -hmm. like you've had a good balance to that or do you think one side overtook the other i would definitely say it depended on the year that i was in freshman year i was so balanced you don't understand i was like i wasn't like partying all the time because I just wasn't really like, I didn't really have that much friends to like be invited to parties, but you know, like I did, I did Uh go out, you know, I had time to go out Um, and I had time to do my work. I had time for my hobbies. And I think that was like one of the biggest things like I um, have always loved dancing. Um, I find, I, I mean, I would say I'm a dancer. I mean, I'm not like super confident in saying that I am because like I don't do it often, you know, Um, but yeah, I, I was able to get back into dancing again. I had time for that. I had time for volleyball. I had time to, you know, discover new hobbies, like, you know, binge watch Sailor Moon, you know, like <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I just had time my freshman year. And I don't know whether it was because I just, you know, focused on having a balanced life and enjoying both college and just being independent and being myself and finding myself or it was just because it was freshman year and you know you just had time or like you just aren't caught up in your coursework um and that happened again when i went i studied abroad in england and i had the best um like academic social life balance there too like i wasn't consumed in coursework i was able to explore you know a new country a new city and i you know was able to make friends and so yeah i i think that it's possible and i think that there should be a heavy emphasis on doing that but it's hard because especially if you are you know like a stem major for example like that's not always a feasible option for you you know you will start feeling guilty like i i've definitely felt like um at times where i just feel guilty for not doing anything but like it's like it's like that constant battle of like i know i need to rest i just know i need to like you know, spend 30 minutes going on a walk, you know what I mean? But right. then the other part of me is also like, but yeah, but in those 30 minutes, what can you do? What can you accomplish? Right. Um, so it's this constant fight of like, whether to be productive or not. And I think that's um, a conversation that a lot of people need to have in college, like with themselves or with their faculty or with friends or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, senior year, uh, it's, I mean, it's hard to kind of have a social life because you can't really socialize. Right. Um, you know, you can't really go anywhere and like do anything. Um, not everybody um, wants to Zoom, you know, but right. yeah, I think it's important and I try my best to balance, but it's not always easy. Yeah, I can. I, I agree with that for sure. I think, you know, you're right. You know, you, you want to strive for that balance, but ultimately there's like, moments where you can't right there's context situations moments where yeah. it's it, it just becomes a, a very difficult thing to do um but i but i think even in those moments still striving to do so will 
to help you out in the long run because it keeps oh, that in the back of your mind, right? It, it keeps it as yeah. something to to think about, um, and you know, and ponder over. And I think especially right now with the pandemic, a lot of people have had that um, reflection, right? Of like mm-hmm. this notion of being over, like a productive, right? Of being as mm-hmm. productive as you possibly can. Uh, to mm-hmm. some people, has worked out. It's it's worked wonders for them. Like I've seen a, like a lot of friends and acquaintances that have like taken up stuff that like they're really deep into. They like people have started like their small businesses and like all these uh-huh. other things, or like the foundations for a business ideas that have now become realities. And like kudos uh-huh. to them, right? But then there's yeah. people that are like going like innocent, like you know, really like feeling down on themselves because the you know, for like they just haven't been able to to produce that productivity. Um, oh, absolutely. And I I don't think that's a bad thing either, right? I think some people, no, no. you know, I think some people just, you know, needed needed this break and needed to not be productive for once or to just, you know, ponder over things and store energy to be productive later or, you know, for whatever yeah. reason, right? Potential <laughs> um, energy, potential energy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right you know you gotta store some potential energy so you can use the you know you can and become kinetic it. energy exactly. exactly convert it kinetic energy at another time like that's just you what you gotta do like not everybody can be productive at once and you know everybody operates differently everybody has a different situation going on um and you know i think the one thing everybody does if like comparing themselves to others it's definitely something mm-hmm. that we all have to overcome right it's mm-hmm. like we're all out here doing our own thing and you know the 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 easier of a time that you have realizing that the the easier everything gets yeah and you know the interesting thing is like in a bigger context of this conversation is it sparked um a bigger conversation about you know how capitalism plays into like our everyday lives and why we all feel the need to be productive um and so that that was something that I learned just from the pandemic and it helped me, it helped me a lot in like, I guess, comforting myself and allowing myself to just be unproductive. Um, because like, yeah, you, we talk about, you know, why are there people who, you know, just aren't able to, I guess, you know, utilize this time. Right. Um, and that was me. Like I kid you not, like literally waking up was like the best I can do at the start of this pandemic like that was the absolute best showing up to classes mm-hmm. was like an effort a genuine effort and it was not because like I just you know suddenly got lazy and like just didn't want to do it but it's just like you know why are we expecting people to you know ad- adjust really rapidly to a pandemic and like expect them to function at 100% you know in a, in a in a situation that's not you know quote end quote normal right um and then there's some people who like you said who are able to just use this free time that they suddenly have to just do things they love and then you know that starts the question of like why weren't they able to do it in the first place it's because they didn't have time why don't they have time you know what i mean it's like anyway um i just wanted to just point that out so you know so anybody that's out there that's just feeling like man i just feel so crap because i just haven't done anything productive reject reject capitalism (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah like the and what's the, the the notion of this this idea of like time is money right mm-hmm. like exactly. that is such a like a an idea that a lot of people hold dearly and like i've 
I've uh, personally I've held on to that notion for a long time. But it's it, hard it not be, to. It's hard not to, but it be it creates this like toxic environment where like you're like overworking yourself at every moment that you just yeah. it's it's quicker to burn out. And once you get into burnout, it's hard to get out from it sometimes. Oh, like absolutely. It's, it's hard to overcome that slump that you have sometimes where it's like every just everything doesn't seem to be working out for you. Like your your mental space is just not there. Like everything just yeah. starts falling, failing. Like it, it's it's hard to get out from those situations. But yeah, a lot it like of people sucks your passion. Yeah. Exactly. Passion. Yeah. That's a that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like the like you have so much passion going into some of these things, but sometimes people forget to like to take those breaks or to take a few steps back and let things settle before continuing. That like yeah. your passion ultimately leads to you getting into a state where like that passion is getting drained out from you and then you're at a, you're at a, you're a place where it's well now what do i do how do i overcome this how do i get back to where i was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's literally school dude that's literally school like you have this passion to learn right this innate you know desire to be curious to ask questions and then suddenly you're drained like right like grades draining yeah. you know it's like not expectations are draining, but you know, this, the standardized tests draining, you know, like all of these things are just draining. And then suddenly you just don't have that passion to learn anymore. And I think that's, that just sucks, dude. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I think for me personally, I've kind of experienced it all during this, <laughs> during this uh, pandemic. Like when it first yeah. started, I went at it with like a, I would be productive as possible. Um, and for a moment I was, and then shortly after that came a phase where it's like, all right, I must seclude myself from everybody to focus on these passions. So I stopped talking to my friends like entirely, like I wasn't no, no, no texts, no phone calls, FaceTime, Zoom, none of it. Like I was just school, focus on my work, go to work. And yeah, dude, that's rough. Yeah, exactly. Like I became so secluded from everybody else who was like I mean, obviously there wasn't much to do during all of this, but they were still, you know, having like conversations with each other, reaching out to each other, and here I was like cutting myself off from everybody. And then dude, I, I hit... honestly felt that. <laughs> and then I hit rock bottom where it's like, well, now my passion's been drained and I don't have anybody to talk to because I've cut myself off from everybody. I'm like mm-hmm. in a, I'm in a terrible situation, right? And now mm-hmm. it's like I've like I've rediscovered this like creativity and my passion is starting to come back. I've been working on like on projects that I that you know I, I'm genuinely passionate and interested about, mm-hmm. and I'm slowly reaching out to people again, right? And yeah, I'm trying to do That's a better good. job That's of good like to hear. I'm trying to do a better job of taking breaks and you know, having those moments to myself where it's like, I'll, you know, I'll let things sit, settle down and then I'll continue to work. But it's definitely mm-hmm. been it, tough to like experience all that. So I definitely, I can definitely see where some people have <clears throat> that have had those experiences, right. And have been down in the dumps, like our feeling and all, but yeah, I think, you know, you just kind of get, you got to give yourself time and sometimes, definitely. you know, not focus on that idea of productivity. Dude, I'm proud of you. I'm really glad you you found something that works for you and you're giving yourself a lot of grace and a lot of time to just, you know, be able to take breaks and to, to still keep that passion and overwork yourself. Because not everybody will have an easy time doing that, you know? And of course, there are like external reasons why and internal reasons why, but like, that's just awesome. Like, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. 
I I appreciate that, Anna. Yeah, I think yeah. like everybody operates differently, and to some people, like they have a really easy time of like you know not doing anything, taking a break. Like it comes naturally mm -hmm. to them, and I envy those people. Oh because, yeah, because <laughs> when I'm not doing anything, when there's nothing going on, I just like start attacking myself. Where it's like, why am I not doing anything? Like there should be something that I'm doing, but I'm not. And then especially <laughs> when you start comparing yourself to other people's productivity, that's where it just like, oh, that's the 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 nail in the coffin. Where it's like, well, mm -hmm. they're doing something, why can't I? And you just start yeah. getting into this toxic mentality that just like takes you down. Oh, yeah, like, oh, look, so-and-so started a business. Oh, so-and-so is still planning their wedding. Oh, so-and-so is, you know, still studying. Like, so, yeah, it's hard not to, especially since we're all so connected through social, social media anyway. You just see that, and you're just like, wow, um, what am I doing with my life? Or what am I doing with my day? What am yeah. I doing with my time? Um, so, yeah, I I feel, yeah, I, I, I really do. Like, that was seriously me. It was just like... I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. Re so. Relationships, friendships have taken a huge hit during this pandemic. Like, oh, I've, same. I've seen a lot of people and I've just like, I get, like, I guess in a similar situation to me, like cut people off or like relationships that have just been like gone through, you know, a lot of stuff where it's like being like, especially those people that like were stuck together or were stuck away from each other. Uh -huh. Like, it changed the dynamics changed so much over, oh, this, over this period of time. I saw it in real life. It was it was wild. Like some people got closer, but some people drifted further apart than they've ever had because of everything that happened with the pandemic. Oh yeah. Somebody that I'm like close to or that I'm related to, yeah. Um they were doing really well. So like her and her then boyfriend were doing really well. And then pandemic hit. Um you know they live together and then at, at the at the end of the day as in like right now they're not together because the pandemic literally emphasized um that you know a lot of the flaws in the foundation of their relationship and so like and the dynamics were thrown off like you said so yeah a lot of i've seen definitely friendships and relationships um crash and burn or get better um, for me, I definitely, I would say I don't have as many friends as I used to. And the thing is, it's not like I intentionally cut them out or they intentionally cut me out. I think it's just the dynamic of you being used to seeing each other all the time at school was like the building block of our friendship. And then you kind yeah. of just remove that foundation. There's like not really much. Um, so it definitely like, it made me reflect a lot. And sometimes it made me sad. I'm just like, damn, we were just like school friends. We weren't like friends friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i definitely i i definitely feel that i was i was having a conversation with a friend the other day where it's like you know like I, before i used to complain that you know like you said sometimes i would meet somebody at school and we didn't uh -huh. have a school friendship a class oh, friendship yeah. right uh-huh and i was talking to my friend and i was telling him you know i kind of miss those like i used to complain about them but now i don't even have those friendships where it's like the, yeah. the passerby friendships that you you meet somebody you become friends for that short period of time and you know eventually once that class is over you know you go your separate ways but like during that time you would like you know share moments and like yeah at least you had somebody you know yeah you had some exactly and like yeah. to your point too where it's like unintentionally or like um you know distancing yourself from people like i think 
to some extent too like with that like it also made me realize some of the friendships that i have that were a lot stronger than i thought they were mm -hmm. because like there was some like so like i mentioned like i just started reaching out to people again and there's some people that like immediately that i reached out to like it's like they were waiting for me they're like all right you mm -hmm. know things proceeded back to normal and that's like okay like then we've ha we have a strong friendship there because you know yeah. things were able like we both there was that mutual understanding it's like we're going through things and it's understandable on both ends whenever yeah. we're both ready to come back together we will and, and you know and that's how it happened yeah that's awesome that's awesome because yeah. um i wish i'm not gonna lie i really admire that about you that you're like you're slowly starting to start reaching out to people i don't think I've ever really had a good like habit or like just like good or conscious intent to like reach out to others. And I feel like that's why a lot of my relationships, especially during the pandemic kind of like fell apart or like aren't, we aren't talking as much anymore is because like I, I just, I just hesitate a lot to reach out to people or like, I don't think about it. It's always like a, oh yeah, you know, they'll reach out. You know what I feel like putting that yeah. pressure on the other person <laughs> is such a bad thing, and so I'm like, you you're inspiring me to just do it. You know what I mean? And I feel like, <laughs> you know, it it might be like what you said. They're just waiting for me to reach out. You know, but yeah, I just I'm so bad at it. It's it's not it's not cute. It's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely by no means somebody that like, uh, I've I I actually very much defined with what you just said because. Uh -huh. This is probably one of the few times that I've actually reached out to people. Typically, mm -hmm. it's always been the other way. Like, if somebody yeah, yeah. wants to befriend me, if somebody wants to, like, get to know me, they have to reach out. And then it's up to me whether I allow them or don't. And I, it's such yeah. a weird thing to, like, verbally say, but that's always how it's been. And it's something uh -huh. I've realized during this pandemic. It's always how it's been for me. People uh -huh. will approach me, and then I'll be like, all right, I like you. Sure, let's be friends. Yes, <laughs> and it's. Yes. It's such a, like, well, now that I've realized it, it's, like, such a bad thing for me because, like, I've never really been one to reach out. And so now that I, like, am trying to reach out to people, it's a lot easier, obviously, with people that I've had a friendship with or have had a connection with prior uh -huh. to all of this. But, like, to people that I'm reaching out to to try and befriend for the first time, it's, like, mm -hmm. nearly impossible because I've never done it before. Yeah, I'm, like, too shy. Like, I feel like if you if you initiate contact with me... I'll be very bubbly because I'm like, okay, at least this person is at least showing some interest in being friends. Then therefore I can like try. Because I guess also the reason, I feel like the deep underlying reason why I'm hesitant to reach out to others is that I'm afraid of rejection. <sighs> yes. Yeah, because if I'm like, it's like, what if I reach out like, hey, how's it going? Or like, my name is Anna, you know, like, what, like I'm just trying to, you know, befriend somebody in class and they're like, okay, dot, dot, dot. And I'm just like, okay, dot, dot, dot. This is embarrassing, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that fear of rejection, I don't think ever really goes away. I know some people that are like really good at like ignoring the, like the feeling you get from that, where it's like, all right, you know what happened? They're next. like cool, like move they're on, lost, right? You know, exactly. Yeah, they're like they lost whatever. But even the, but even they sometimes will falter, where it's like every rejection hits differently, right? There are yeah. some that just like really sting. There are some that are like easily overcomable, and I think that's yeah. Like, it's That's not really personal, like the... but it just feels so personal. Right, exactly, right? Like, some, like no matter how nice somebody is in rejecting you and being like, oh, I'm not interested or whatever, like, it's sometimes you're just like, 
I will take this personally and it will affect me personally. Right. And you're just like, why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't understand like, myself. Yeah. It's like me. I'm just like, damn, is it the way I introduce myself? Is it the, is, is it the vibe that I'm giving off? Is it just right. to hear something about me? You know, like it's, I just start overthinking it. And really it's yeah. just a, like, it's just like, now we just don't really vibe or whatever. And I'm like, cool, exactly. you know? that's why I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the the overanalyzation, <laughs> exactly. The overanalyzation is just like, every little detail is now important to you because it's like where did i go wrong so yeah. that i don't do it again like yeah, yeah. I, I understand that i definitely get that <sighs> damn yeah i think that would be damn right damn <laughs> damn i think that would be an, a very interesting conversation to have <laughs> right just like, let's, let's just three. let's just have a therapy session i mean right? let's talk about why we're afraid of rejection <laughs> like a, a part three conversation coming soon right coming soon <laughs> but um i think let's see those are three major topics so i think that will do for this episode but from where this conversation is ending i would definitely be down to pick this back up again so who yeah knows? me too maybe there is a part three stay tuned <laughs> i hope so i'd love to be back but uh with that said as we close up the episode um I don't know if I did this the last time you were on the podcast, Anna, where like I give you like the 30 second window to like plug stuff. Yeah, I think you did. All right. Well, I am giving it to you yet again. And if you have picked up anything during the pandemic or there's something that you're currently involved with or you just want to say whatever you want to say, now's the chance. Go for it. Okay, I had to like... I had to like look up my Instagram handle because I forgot. But my Instagram <laughs> handle is underscore A H N G U Y E N. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. Um, that's like pretty much the only thing I need to plug. I mean, I don't really do anything else. Um, if you want to wish me luck um, and getting into OT school, definitely feel free to send me a message i don't know um but yeah that's really all i gotta plug i hope you're all well thanks for listening i appreciate y'all hope you have a wonderful day thanks for listening <laughs> well there you have it um like i said thank you to everybody that's tuned into this episode it was a blast having this conversation with you and i appreciate you very much for coming out to this episode thanks for having me henry yeah and with that said thank y'all for tuning in i will look forward to meeting y'all on the next episode of the podcast coming soon um and as usual for you since your host and you're sending off and i hope you'll have a good one